0: Amen, you may be seated. Uh, welcome to our Wednesday midweek service. Welcome to, for those watching for first time online, the Airs Christian Center Church, where we're uh, equipping Airs for the kingdom of God. Oh, Lord, I decrease. I'm all out of the way so you can share and give insight to what you wanna to say today, in Jesus' name, amen. Now, <laughs> I know in planets, they didn't plan this because they, they selected that song. Was it two weeks ago? Wait a minute. When y'all give me that? Two weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks ago. So they had no idea what we was talking about today. Matter of fact, I didn't have no idea to, what we was talking about today until after Sunday service. So, so we're gonna open up a new message today called "Prosperous Rain," and <laughs> wow, that song is so perfect. Hold on, What is it? Is it? Hold on, no fire can burn me. No battle can turn me. Yes, no mountain can stop me. Cause you know my name. Is that right? Is. Did I say that right? Yes, all right, all right, good. So you'll see how that fits in, what we're talking about. I know you see rain. All right, so we're 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 uh the topic today is prosperous rain. And for our uh understanding, our purposes and, and for our clarity, this prosperous rain, uh you hear a few definitions throughout this teaching, but it's a seemingly unfavorable condition with tremendous blessings attached. A seemingly unfavorable condition or conditions with tremendous blessings attached. Seemingly unfavorable. So so, so again, there's a, when, there's a lot that uh, uh, potentially rained, rains down on us in our life. And there's, it's seemingly unfavorable. Unfavorable, you know, unfavorable conditions, but we're going to find out there's some tremendous blessings attached. Let's go to Isaiah 66, Isaiah 66. Again, please take notes so you can search the scriptures to see if it's so. Wow, that song is so fitting. I didn't know if Kalina, Kalina was going to be able to finish it. I don't think Pastor Mel knew if she's going to finish it either. She's ready for the backup, you know, just in case she fell out up there or something. (laughs) But that's that's really uh, having a heart and really realizing that God knows her name, and he's walking with her and talking with her through quite a bit of things, right? All right, so I'm going to read this. this is out of the voice translation. This is the first time I even read the voice translation. Uh 6612. It says, Well, I'll read it out of King James just so we're on the same page. It says, Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads or be authorities over us. When we went through fire and through water, but thou brought us out into a wealthy place. Thou brought us, us out. So we went through fire. <laughs> no fire can burn." <laughs> I love it, right? That brought us out to a wealthy place. Uh, the voice translation says this, I will, I will rain down prosperity on Jerusalem. I will rain down prosperity on Jerusalem, uh, peace and abundance, in abundance on Zion, and flood her with wealth from all over the world. Like, thunder, like a thundering river, the riches will come down. Like a toddler, you'll be held, carried, nourished, and comforted. Like a toddler, you'll be held, carried, nourished, and comforted. This is the voice translation. So I know it sounds totally different and I got the voice translation. I read the wrong scripture. Yeah. Yeah. It's not Isaiah. Psalms. It might be Psalms 66, 66 12. Yeah. So I might've read the wrong one. I apologize. Oh, you know what? It's Psalm 66:12, right? Yeah, my apologies. Uh, yeah. It says, uh, so I'm reading out of the voice translation again. It says, I will rain down prosperity on Jerusalem, peace uh, abundant on Zion, and flood her with wealth from all over the world, like a thundering river, like a thundering, like thundering, like a thundering river, the riches will come down like a toddler. You'll be held, carried, nourished, and comforted. All right. Is that right? did I say it? Did I read the right thing? Okay, all right. Sorry about that, y'all. Uh Deuteronomy 28. I have Psalm 6612 again in another section of this. So I don't know how I did that wrong. I got Isaiah in my notes for some reason. Psalm uh I mean, Deuteronomy 28, 12, Deuteronomy 28, verse 12. Again, that scripture says he will rain down prosperity on Jerusalem, that last scripture we read. This one says, the Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy hand in his season. And to bless all the work of thine hand and thou shalt lend unto many nations and shall not borrow. And so, so again, we're going to see uh, uh, rain reference a few times, but you know, a lot of times when you start think, if you hear prosperous rain, you might think about the former and the latter rain because, you know, we highlighted Joel 2, 225 for our vision this year, right? The uh, supernatural restoration and, you know, how God will give you the former and latter rain. And the, the, uh, the prophet took that from, you know, in uh, uh, the Jewish har- harvest, the former rain was the fall rain and the latter rain was the spring rain that was poured down, poured down from God. But it was prosperity on that front end and the back end. Kind of reminds me, we was talking about today how uh, there's a dream to get Joseph in and it was a dream to get Joseph out. Right? We talked about that this morning. We're going to talk about Joseph through this teaching too, because it's going to line up here. And so so because I referenced it, let's go to Joel 2. Joel 2. Joel. All right, so it says this. It says, uh, be be glad then, verse 23, I'm sorry. Start with verse 23. It says, "Be, be, be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain in the first month. And the floor shall be full of wheat, and the fat shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore to you I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten: the cankerworm, the caterpillar and the palm worm, uh, my great army which I sent among you, and you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God that has, that has dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never, shall never be ashamed. And it's so interesting, uh, even when God was talking about this restoration here, he was saying that there's things that came out that kind of ate up everything. We talked about this when we talked about the vision, how the palmer worm is the the larva or the the uh the the, the origin of the beetle. You know, the, the palmer worm becomes a beetle basically. But they 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 cut away things. So we talked about it in the vision how how uh, the adversary sends that spirit to bring uh, uh, to steal the joy from our life, to to uh, to, to fill us with grief, and then um, the locust, uh, the the locus, how can I say? Uh, they multiply in multitude, so it's like a bunch of difficulties coming back to back to back to back to back. Right. And the canker worm, uh, of course, uh, they try to wear you away. Right? Try to wear you away, try to try to wear away your hope. And then we said the, the caterpillar, uh, it's a devourer. It tries to devour, you know, the Bible says, you know, when we tithe it rebukes the devourer. And so so God's saying, in the midst of all this stuff that's raining down the oh, raining down, because remember when the locusts rain down on Israel, <laughs> right? He says, in the midst of all this stuff raining down on you, it seems like things trying to strip away your stars. It se- seems tr- things trying to overwhelm you. He says, in the midst of this, uh, I'm gonna uh, bring a restoration so you'll never be ashamed. Even though when people see, because you're representing God, they see you going through this process, right? Uh, they're gonna be tempted, you know, you people on the outside be like, what about your Jesus? You know, as you're going through stuff, uh, uh, how how come you're not going to that level that you talked about? Well, how come this Jesus isn't working for you? You understand when you give your testimony, it's not always in the midst of sunshine. Most of the time it's in the midst of rain. And if you're a, a vulnerable and transparent in the midst of that rain, God gets blessed when he brings you out. Right? Do you understand that? But if if if, if we try to hide the process, then people don't see They don't really understand the manifestation of of the purpose because they'll think, oh, you've always been here. Well, you don't understand what I'm going through. But some people are going to be going through or coming down that road as well. So, so again, this prosperous reign is what brings our supernatural restoration. This prosperous reign is what brings our supernatural restoration. Let's go to Hosea 6. Hosea 6 verse 3, Hosea 6 verse 3, just want to set a good foundation for what we're going to be talking about in the next couple of weeks, Hosea 6 verse 3, let's give you a minute to get there, and I'm going to read it out of the classic Amplified version, Amplified classic version, AMPC for those that. It says, yes, let us know, recognize, be acquainted with, and understand him. Let us be zealous to know the Lord, to appreciate, give heed to, and cherish him. His going forth is prepared and certain as the dawn. He will come to us as the heavy rain, as the latter rain that waters the earth. So God will come to us as the heavy rain, right? See, this prosperous rain is the showers of blessing you hear about. It's, uh, it's a blessed rain. Let's go to Ezekiel real quick. Ezekiel 34. God will come to us as the heavy rain. So, so as I was meditating, this, God was showing me this, God was showing, showing me how he said, he said, Keith, you all are processing the rain the wrong way. You know, you're running from the rain, you're ducking and hiding from the rain, you're shrinking in the midst of the rain, you're complaining in the rain, you're, uh, uh, you're trying to play the victim in the rain, uh, when you should be soaking up the rain, right? He says, uh, regardless of of, of of how it looks in the rain, trust me, like, I'm in the midst of it, all right? All right, so let's uh, Ezekiel 34, 26. Ezekiel 34, 26. We'll read these two verses up to 28. And it says, I will make them and the places round about my hill a blessing. It says, and I will cause the shower to come down in his season. There shall be showers of blessing. And the tree of the field shall yield her fruit and the earth shall yield her increase. And and they shall be safe in their land and shall know that I am the Lord when I have broken the bands of their yoke and delivered them out of the hand of those that serve themselves of them and they shall no more be a prey to the heathen neither shall the beast of the land devour them but they shall dwell safely and none shall make them afraid so he says this is what's going to happen with the showers of blessing with the prosperous rain let's go to psalm 85:12 psalm 85:12 and I'm going to use uh, Tanya's the passion translation Psalm eighty-five, twelve, TPT version, right? Look at this, <laughs> look at this. It says, yes, the Lord keeps raining d- down blessing after blessing and prosperity will drench the land with a bountiful harvest. I just gotta read that again. Yes, the Lord keeps raining down Blessing after blessing, and prosperity will drench the land with a bountiful harvest. See, so why are we running from the rain? <laughs> yeah, why are we panicking in the rain? Why are we in fear in the rain? See, this is, this is our... our, our the interesting thing about our design, our natural man. Our natural man is always seeking convenience and comfort. Our natural man doesn't understand what it really needs. You know, our, our body just thinks it needs to eat. It don't realize it needs exercise too, right? And uh, I was sharing this with a gentleman I was working out with, you know, I was sitting under the, the, I was sitting under the bar and I was like, you know, this is weight is resistance, you know? This does not feel good, but it benefits you greatly, right? So I can't get around uh, the exercise, right? Yes, uh, my brother, my brother got some good lines for uh, either not exercising or replacing it with something, <laughs> right? Right? You know, uh, we was uh, moving to the house, and you know, and, 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 the, and for good reasons, he couldn't lift certain things. But well, he's a jokester. He was like, "I got, I got the drawers," you know. So, so, and we were like, we were trying to take these big dressers up the stairs, right? And they were, you know, the the furniture's heavy. He did notice they was heavy, and he's behind us. Y'all got it. You can, like, come on, get under that thing. You can do it. And I, I'll be right behind you with the, with the drawers. Just go ahead. You know, said <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's my guy, boy. Um, but, but, but I said that to say like. Within that rain is all that you need, and sometimes it doesn't look like all we need, so we panic, right? Because we're connected to the wrong thing. We're connected to our feelings and not God, right? We're connected to our feelings and not God. Let's look at Isaiah 43, verses 3 and 4. Got a, quite a few scriptures because I want you to have some to just meditate on. I know somebody's going to just put that Psalm 85, 12 somewhere, you know, but they could just keep reading that over and over and over. But I'm going to read this out of the uh, uh, the NIV, all right? And this is Isaiah 44 verses three and four. Look at this, for I will pour water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants, they will spring up like grass in a meadow, like popular trees by flowing streams. Look, I'm going to pour out. Look, we're trees planted by the rivers of water, but sometimes we can't find uh, the, our source of water, so God got to rain down on us, right? God got to rain down on us, right? And then you have here uh, Deuteronomy 32, verse 2, NIV version also. Deuteronomy 32, verse 2, this is the NIV version. And this this is why we, around here, we have layered learning. We have layered learning. And remember we said when you get into the word, it starts out uh, as an agony. Then it becomes an appetite, and then it becomes amusement or pleasurable, right? But it starts out agony. A lot of times we go into the word, and sometimes because of maybe how people have uh, communicated our education. We, we go, well, anything I have to read or anything I don't understand means I retreat and I run. No, that's how you actually gain understanding. You have to press through the agony, right? You have to press through the agony. After a while, it becomes an appetite, and that's for the smartest person in the room. Everything we go through that we haven't known before, the difference between some people that are maybe more knowledgeable is they dealt with the reign of the new information. They didn't run from it. They didn't let it intimidate them to run away. They didn't excuse it because, uh, you know, with different lines, I say this respectfully, sometimes people... Uh, they like visuals, and they say, like, I like visuals. sometimes some people excuse uh, the literal stuff because they go, I'm a visual learner. Well, everybody in the, in the world is a visual learner. Some people see on the inside and some people see on the outside, but that's everybody, that's not a special thing. And guess what? If you're a visual learner, then you need your visuals to read the word and you'll see beyond just what's on the pages. You see what I'm saying? And so, but you, we have to get through the agony. We've talked about that before, right? And so, and the reason why we just, we flood ourselves with so many layers is so, so we can get it, right? But look here, uh, 32.2 NIV, it says, let my teaching fall like rain, and my words descend like the dew, like showers on new grass, like, a, like abundant rain on tender plants. So it says that when we start getting a lot of information, see, we're tempted to be overwhelmed and panic. But we have to be still and know that he's God and, be, and rest in that reign of his words and his information because it's actually trying to get something to us. It's trying to prosper us, right? That's why the Bible says meditate on the word day and night, do all that's written therein. Then shall you make your, process, make your way prosperous. Then shall you have good, good success in Joshua 1 8, right? So so it's, it's not saying it's easy. The, the word never says it's easy. It won't be no agony. It won't be a process through. It tells you what you need to do, and it's not optional, right? And so, so, so again, as we process through this, we'll realize that some of the things that we've uh, maybe um, – uh, magnified negatively wasn 't negative at all. Look at this. the Bible says this in romans eight eighteen It says the sufferings of this present time aren't worthy to be compared of the glory that shall be revealed to you. So if suffering is being rained down it 's trying to water you so glory can rise up out of you right You see what i 'm saying so and then uh uh, that's, verse, uh, that's Romans 8:18, 8, but verse 28 says, all things work together for, for the good for those who love the Lord and are called according to in harmony with his purpose. So in other words, if it's God's purpose for me to be in the midst of this prosperous reign, I have to be okay knowing that no matter what it looks like coming down, it works out for my good. It's, it works in me a far more exceeding weight of glory, right? That's what the scripture says, right? A far more exceeding weight of glory, right? You know, I think about this, and I don't know if I have full time, but I'm, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to trust that the Lord will uh, not let me rush, but also let me get through it. Let me see. Unless the Lord changes it by the time I get through it. Psalm 27. One of my favorite psalms. Psalm 27. All right. Look, it says, The Lord is my light, my salvation. I'm sorry, I'll give you some time to get there. Psalm 27. All right, just for the sake of time, since I'm about to read the whole chapter here, uh, it says, The Lord is my light, my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be, be afraid? Right? It says, when the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. So they rained down, but they stumbled and fell. Though a host should camp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war shall rise against me, and this will I be confident in the midst of this rain. This is one thing I have desired desire of the Lord, and that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. And behold, the beauty of the Lord and acquire it in his temple, no matter how strong the rain gets, I'm still in the presence of God, right? It says, for in a time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. So the rain is coming down on me like everybody else because it falls on the just and the unjust. But because I'm in the presence of God, I look different. I benefit from what other people are being drowned under right? Because of how I process it. It says, and now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies. What? Where are they? Round about me. It didn't say the enemies was gone. They right there, but I was elevated above them. It says, therefore, I will offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy because it doesn't look joyful, but I'm offering to him joy. Oh Lord, I don't care how much is raining. I know you, right? It says, I will sing, yeah, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. When thou saidest, seek my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not thy face from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation, right? God of my wholeness, right? It says, when my father and mother forsake forsake me. Thou will take me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord. Lead me in a plain path because of my enemies. Deliver me not over to the will of my enemies for false witnesses are risen up against me such out breathe out cruelty. I'm in the midst of this too. That's raining down. This is what he said. In the midst of all this rain, I had fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord where? In the land of the living. Not when I get to heaven. It says, wait on the Lord in the midst of the rain, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen our heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. That psalm was written in the midst of prosperous rain, right? In the midst of everything happening around him. But he was in the presence of God, right? Uh, I'm not going to do it for the sake of time, but uh, Psalm 91, I'll give you that one to read for yourself. That was written in the same thing, in the midst of prosperous rain. Right. I'm in this tabernacle. Right. Right. Psalm 91. Uh, Hebrews 13, six says, I will not fear what man can do under me. So I don't care what's going on around me. I got God with me. So, 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 so why are we talking about prosperous rain? Because I think we've forgot how to appreciate the rain. Uh, there's a, and I think we sang. I think we saying uh, grateful. We sang grateful here. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, but there's a line in the song that says, if it, I think it's the same song. No, it's one that goes, Grateful, Grateful. That's not it. It's another one. Um, no, it's called, I think it's called Grateful, also. But, but, uh, this, uh, no, I can't say that's. That's Pastor Mel, the singer. Um, but there's a, there's a lyric in the song that says, if we never had any rain, how will we grow? I'm going to get the exact song, but I know it was sang by Mississippi, Mass. no, not Mississippi, uh, uh, Gospel Music Workshop of America, live in New York. <laughs> so I know the album, <laughs> right? And, 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 and I, I, I listened to that when I was just coming to God. I was in Jersey. And I heard that part of you had never had any rain, how would you grow? I just never looked at it. Like, it's true. You know what I'm saying? So, and I've always remembered that um, because rain is the nourishment of growth. Rain is the nourishment of growth. And so, this is the thing. As we're experiencing this prosperous rain, never let the rain outshine what God's already done. God's already done some stuff. And we have to be confident in this very thing that he's begun a good work in us. We'll perform it into the day of Christ Jesus. Now, why do we need to, uh, uh, that's Philippians one six. But why do we need to know that? We need to know that because things are going to be coming down on us. And we need to know no matter what's happening. See, it's not what's happening it's how we're handling it. You know, like I, you know, I tell young people all the time, I tell people all the time, it's not that you... You know, I can do it. I can do this. Yes, you can. It's not if you can or not. It's can you handle. That's the biggest thing. Like we, we always, well, well, I know I can do this. I can do this better than such and such. Ah, you probably can do it, but can you handle it? Can you handle what it's going to produce? So God takes us through a process. I always tell the story of when I was doing the, the Bible study with the football players at Ohio State. And the young man came in. Actually, this particular young man is now the, one of the youngest he- head coaches in college football. He's, he's uh, the head coach of uh, Notre Dame at all schools. Uh, he's like 30-something years old. And uh, But I remember he came in. You know, he's a freshman. He came in to Bible study. He's like, man, this is such a terrible day, man. I said, what's going on? He said, man, I, I just did everything wrong. I just kept messing up. I was like, oh, good. And he was like, what well, do you mean good? I said, well, you know, how are they gonna know how you're gonna handle mistakes? Um, trust me, you're gonna make them. We all make mistakes. That's why I never trip if somebody makes a mistake. If they double up on it, then now it's like they didn't learn from it the first time. Like I don't, uh, 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 you should do this, you should do that. No, give them an opportunity to realize what they need to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like let them learn from it. I, I don't, I don't get over, and and I've been around major mistakes before, you know what I'm saying. But I understand even when I used to make mistakes, I used to be in corrections, and we had a guy who used to get on everything you did, and he was like Bradley, and I was like, yes sir. Hey, how come you did? It? I said, listen, man, it was my first time doing it. I made a mistake. Give me an opportunity to make the to to learn from it. I, but 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 his his his, you might be watching this, but but. I'm going to say this respectfully, but I think his rep was the intimidation factor. You know, like if you messed up, you'd be so shaken, but I wasn't shaken because I made a mistake one time. Now, if I doubled up on it, I might have been a little, had a little pressure because now I'm, I, I, can't, I, don't got, I, didn't, I didn't get it, but I expect to make mistakes, especially if I haven't done it before. You know, I expect to make mistakes I, and, and make adjustments. I can't trip on that. Like everybody makes them, right? And so it's how we process things, right? That's important. Um, Isaiah 43. Let's go to Isaiah 43. Isaiah 43. I'm going to read this out of the Classic Amplified Version 2, and then we're going to be reading verse 2. Isaiah 43, verse 2. So look at this, it says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you and through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. Look, look, when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned or scorched, nor will the flame kindle upon you. That's why I was tripping when they they sang the song, (laughs) it says, no fire will burn me. I'm like, they didn't know we was going to read that scripture today. You know what I'm saying? But that's how God works, right? That's how God works and they 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 submitted that song weeks before even even this this took place right but that's what he's saying he said what he's saying this fire and these water and these rivers that's that prosperous rain things are raining but almost uh I don't like to do secular stuff but um I'll just make the statement can't touch this okay right i'm not going to get into the song i'm not in, into all that but i i i and and i I was supposed to bring it but I forgot you know I was so busy working yesterday uh but uh it's a song that I heard when I rededicate myself to the lord and I played it thousands of times so I have a playlist I have a vision playlist uh the vision playlist has everything that's been that that I've been able to grab that's been spoken in my life prosperity wise um it has music behind it. it has theme music behind it so uh, and one of the songs that's on this playlist is called Straighten My Life Out Again. It's by the Winans. You know, he said you make the crooked straight in the middle of a desert, you spring a well. All I'm asking you to do is straighten my life out again. And so, so, so the lyric says, uh, you said you would make the crooked straight. No, no, not I have to make the crooked straight. He would do it. In the middle of a desert, you could spring a well. So I don't have to run from the desert. You can bring me water in the desert, right? In the middle of it. So no matter what the circumstances is, like you can get me what I need wherever I'm at, regardless of what the situation is. All I got to do is stay connected to you. But what we do is we're trying to, if the conditions are unfavorable, we're trying to run to favorable conditions as opposed to eating the conditions that we're in, drinking of that prosperous rain in those situations and watch, watch God move, like let him work. Think about it, Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego went in the fire, right? No, they, oh, wait a minute, man. They got this rule here. Like we out, man, we out, man. Let's, let's, they, they'll never catch us, you know. See, what we do, we'll run and be like, God, save me while we running. God's like, I could have saved you where you was at. And they said, listen, we're not bowing down to your God. You can rain down whatever pressure you want on us, and we're going to go in the fire. And if he don't deliver us, God going to do something else. But we're going up in that fire. But how many of us would have went in the fire? This can't be God. (laughs) Right? And it said when they looked in the fire, they saw three plus one. And guess what? They didn't get burned. No fire will burn me. <laughs> right? In the midst of the flames. We've run it from the very thing that's going to forge out our greatness. Right? That's what, look, Daniel went in the lion's den. He didn't change nothing. He stayed connected to God no matter what the pressure was. No matter the pressure. See, you see the prosperous rain has all the nourishment to grow us. You know what that nourishment is? That's coming down the elements that's within that rain. The test, the trials, and the treasures. That's what's in that prosperous rain. The test, the trials, and the treasures. See, the prosperous rain is where God finds the chosen. The prosperous rain is where God finds the chosen. We were talking about some of this on Guy Talk. Um, You know, uh, uh, we talked about the qualities of the chosen, but the Bible says many are called, but few are chosen, right? But think about it. Why would God select people that don't trust him? He can't use them. And even if he can use us in favorable circumstances, he ain't going to be able to use us in unfavorable circumstances. But unfavorable circumstances is where God shows his wonders and glory. So can he use you to walk in the midst of the fire? Like we have the testimony of Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego because God could use them to show his wonders. He could use Daniel to show his wonders. Can he use us? See, once again, prosperous reign is the seemingly unfavorable conditions that try our faith, our patience, our obedience, and our love. They're the seemingly unfavorable conditions that, tr- that try our faith, our patience, obedience, and love. And this is audible, so you guys are not going to have this scripture at the bottom online. But Deuteronomy 8.2, it says, I've taken you through the wilderness. So I'm rain- I'm, I, 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 I got this, this wilderness place. This is your place of your prosperous reign. He says, number one, to humble you. Number, number two, to prove you. And so you would know what's in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. Right? See, because a lot of times we say, God, once you bless me? Listen, I'm all with you. And as soon as God blesses, we forget all about God. Why does our consistency change when we're blessed? It shouldn't change. It should. We should get deeper in God. Right? We should go deeper in God. God brings us out and we do less. We should do more. More shows appreciation, less shows we're taking it for granted. The more we're blessed, the deeper we should go. Right? So, so so is, I was I was thinking through this as I was meditating as I was meditating on something we were sharing on God talking. I was thinking how God chose, remember, this prosperous reign is where God finds his chosen, and how Abraham was chosen through the reign through all that was raining down on Abraham. Abraham uh, was just so obedient, like his, his obedience didn't falter, we talked about this Saturday, in the midst of, look, seemingly unfavorable conditions, right? No matter what the conditions was, Abraham's obedience didn't falter. Uh, Genesis 18, 17 through 19. Genesis 18. And I know we've been walking through Genesis in the uh, Bible study fellowship early in the morning from 6 to 8 on the conference line. Bible study fellowship Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on the conference line. Put a plug in there, you know. <laughs> feel like, feel like a, a radio podcast host. You know how to put, put the little... You know, uh, please buy such a. right? All right, so Genesis 18, 17 through 19. says, and the Lord says, shall I hide? Look, look. Shall I hide from Abraham the thing which I do? Seeing that Abraham sh- shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. Look, for I know him that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken. So what he was saying is in the midst of everything that came at Abraham, whether it was armies, whether it was was, his nephew tripping, uh, not knowing if he's going to have a child because of barrenness, Abraham, no matter what, was teaching his family, his friends, his cousins, everybody around him, these are the way of the Lord, and he was living them out. So Abraham didn't change a beat. No, every, no matter how blessed he got, no matter you, you, we saw we had cattle, this that and the other, Abraham didn't change a beat. Abraham was discovered in the midst of the rain. I think about obviously this is probably no pun intended. Noah was chosen <laughs> in in the midst of prosperous rain. Literally, you know, uh, there was a flood. You know, he maintained uh, his faith and his fellowship. It didn't falter in unfavorable conditions. Uh, Genesis 6, 8 through 9. Genesis 6, 8 through 9. Classic Amplified Version. Genesis 6, verses 8 through 9. It says, but Noah found grace or favor in the eyes of the Lord. This is the history of the generations of Noah. Noah was, look, a just and righteous man, blameless in his Evil generation. Noah walked in habitual fellowship with God. What is that saying? As the reign of evil is all around Noah, Noah is stayed in fellowship and walked. He stayed righteous, blameless, and walked in consistent fellowship. He didn't let, well, everybody's doing it. He didn't waver. It wasn't like two or three people. This says his generation. It wasn't like everybody at the school, everybody at my house, the 20 people I hang out with, the 50 people I may have viewed on TV, and that's a lot of people. I, just, I said 50. We don't even view that many people, but we turn the 20 into everybody. This is saying a whole generation. And he maintained, in the midst of all that was raining down him, he maintained his fellowship. Right? David was chosen in the, in, in, in the, in the midst of prosperous reign. His heart and his faithfulness wouldn't falter under unfavorable conditions. You know, the Bible says, a man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. We know that, uh, 1 Samuel 16. Look, look, at, look at 1 Samuel 2, verses 35. 1 Samuel 2, verses 35. So, so, so these people, Noah, unfavorable conditions. Like, we, Noah's great because, first of all, hold on, hold on. We talked about this when we went through the, uh, when we, we read through it, right? How we, like, because people highlight, well, Noah was used and he was a drunk. no, no. Noah got drunk after the fact, right? (laughs) And the thing is, easy for us to trip on them for getting drunk after the fact, everybody was wiped out. How do we feel we lose a loved one, a close friend? We're, we're We're on earth for 10, 20 years, we have relationships. How do we feel? How does that affect us? You know, I just saw a post. uh, My niece was feeling the weight of my, uh, of her, uh, her aunt that died last year. Right? That's one person. My niece has been here for 30 something years. Noah lived what? How many years? Eight, nine. Hundreds. So do you understand all the relationships he had? All the different generations of people? So, but there was a total of eight on the boat. All these people get wiped out. And you know how you feel when somebody deals with the consequences of their choices and you're going, well, you know, but, but I was cool with them. You cool with them don't deliver them. Them accepting Jesus Christ their Lord and Savior does. Right? But Like you cool with them doesn't excuse their disobedience. I'm not putting no, nobody down. Just, you understand that? So they all got wiped out, regardless of how cool Noah was with them. Not only that, you go through all this. You don't know if it's ever going to stop raining. You've never seen rain before in your life. You got this boat. you all inside. You got a little window, and you're sending a bird out to find out if it's okay. And then you finally get out. Last thing you know, what? Everybody's wiped out. You don't know nobody else is coming. So, so, so that was history in the midst of all that. Do, do you understand? This guy's building an ark seven years for rain that never happened. And then experiences a crazy flood. This, this is what I'm saying. This guy was chosen. Moses uh, was, uh, where was I at? I skipped back to Noah. I was on David, right? And I didn't go to the scripture. 1 Samuel 2. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ is Lord. My bad. All right. Uh, what did I say? Verse 35? Uh, First two, 35. 1 Samuel 2.35. It's, look, look, and I will raise me up a faithful priest that shall do according to all that which is, is in mine heart. And in my mind, and I will build him a sure house, and he will walk before mine anointed forever. Right? Right. Let's see. 1 Samuel 22, verse 14. 1 Samuel 22, verse 14. It says, uh, then Ahimelech answered the king and said, who is so faithful among all thy servants as David, which is the king's son-in-law, and goeth at thy bidding, and is honorable in thine house? Like, I I think about, like, like look at David, anointed to be king, goes back out to sheep, a lion and a bear attacks him. right? I, mean, I, ain't going, I ain't going out there. First of all, some of us see a lion in the field. We no longer sheep herders at that point, right? Right? Vanessa uh, <laughs> said, new job, new job, <laughs> right? But that's how we will be operating, right? No, no, not attacked by one. Oh, no, there's a lion out there. Because some of us like that were spiders, right? Or mice, right? Right? There's, it's anywhere in the vicinity. He's still out there taking care of the sheep anointed to be king, goes back out. He's attacked by a lion and a bear. In the midst of the lion and a bear raining down on him, he takes them out. Still, he's going to serve uh, meals like like P&J sandwiches, Peter and Jonah sandwiches to the guys fighting, and he's supposed to be the man, right? Then he sees Goliath, takes out Goliath, gets on the team, you know, Right? He's on the team. He's playing a harp for the king. I mean, this guy, no matter what you brought at him, he still maintained his heart for God. No matter what he dealt with. I mean, he went out there in the front line. You would think, well, i want want to go out there just in case I get killed and I got this throne coming up. He out there fighting. Right? No matter what, I'm giving myself. I could lose my life and never see a crown. Never see a throne. But I'm going to be faithful in the the king that's in place. And even when the king tried to kill him, he still didn't take the king out. And even when he first got the tribes, he only gets one. Not not all 12. He gets Judah. And he had to serve Judah for seven years. We barely can church, church for seven days. He served one tribe for seven years. So in the midst of all this rain, he stayed, let, it, let the nourishments of the tests and trials take him to the treasures. You see what I'm saying? Like, like we we're processing rain the wrong way. We got to appreciate it. I think we got time for Moses and then we'll, we'll uh, jump into some other stuff next week. So Moses was cho- chosen in the midst of prosperous rain. His faithfulness wouldn't falter. Numbers 12, 7 says, my servant Moses is not so, who is faithful in all my house. He says, everybody, out of everybody, Moses is faithful. Now, the interesting thing is he said Moses was faithful in all his house. Look at all that Moses went through. Moses should have died. They say, because then they were taking out the firstborn, because they're like, we can't have these these, uh, uh, Hebrew people blowing up. So, got saved, ended up growing up in Pharaoh's house, behind the scenes, right? Still in his heart realized, man, I can have the pleasures of this sin for a season, or I can actually fulfill my purpose. So, now I'm going to go be with my brother. Look, look, at, look at how, uh, listen, and soon as he made that move, he loses all his clout. He had more clout than the Pharaoh's son. He loses all of that. Then goes out into the wilderness. Now he's in the process of wilderness for the longest. Then he goes to the mountain. Now he got to go back to where he left because he thought they was gonna kill him for taking out one of their guys. God sends him back in the rain, going back, and he goes back like with somebody that's trying to take his life. You are a traitor. Brother was hating on him anyway. Like, you ain't really no, no real, real, real pharaoh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You really one of them. And look at that. Look, look at no matter what. He showed up in the midst of somebody trying to take their life, and there were signs, wonders, and miracles raining down. They rained down. Hail, hell, hell, not H-E-L-L, H-A-I-L was rained down. Locusts and all types of, the, the water turned into blood. All these different things are happening. And no matter what, how. See, God did that to show his wonders. If you study the scripture out, and I think we, 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 we either read it or we're going to read it, God had already selected, chosen Moses and Aaron, knowing what the children of Israel was going to go through. See, see, in a, ahead of time, I already got what's going, what they're going to need. <laughs> and the trip is. They, 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 they crying and stuff like that. God's like, first of all, y'all could be dead if it wasn't for my servant Joseph. You're, you're in this land and, and, and the people, uh, the pharaoh start saying, well, they blowing up. We got we to enslave them. We got to get in their head and manipulate them. We got to treat them unfairly because we don't want them to join other kingdoms and be against us. But no matter what, you got to understand God is the one that put you in that position. So, so, so no matter how, how crazy it was raining down, it's just an opportunity for God to show how much he loves us. So we can't run from the prosperous rain. Man, let it soak us up. God loves us. His plan is always better than ours. Right? And so I watch, I watch, we try to uh, hustle out of the rain. So we, we, we don't want what's going to, the thing is, when we're in these situations, it builds our character to handle what our gifting is going to produce. But we don't want the character building, but we want the platforms, but we can't handle it. If you're all over the place now, you're going to be all over the place if God prosper you. Because your character is going to be overwhelmed. You got less to lose now when you're overwhelmed. You're going to have more to lose then. Where you going? What you doing? What's that? What's that? What you want? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I don't want you all up close to me. You you could be one of them. We could be one of them. You know, you could have have billions of dollars under your mattress. You're so paranoid. You know, because not knowing the same God that got you at that level gets you to the next level. So God's trying to get us to be able to handle some things. We got to embrace the uncomfortable, not run from it. Our whole life is trying to manipulate around the very things that's supposed to grow us. Soak up this rain, right? Don't play the victim. You you want everybody to know they can't see your tears in the rain. I just want to let you know that because your face is already wet. So you might as well just stop, you know what I'm saying? You know, but, but we try to play... You, you okay? What's the matter? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. You, you, I mean, you find fine. You're, yeah, I'm all right. It's just that, <laughs> you know, when you're in a crisis, man, you know, I just, you know, I just don't know if, 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 if I'm about to lose my house. Hint, hint. Like, like what are we doing? Do we believe God? So that's why it's not uh, punishing or 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 how could I say uh, destroying rain. It's prosperous rain. It showers a blessing. Let God do His thing. These men of God, uh, we'll we'll get into some more next week. These men of God. They were unfavorable. We talked about it uh, Saturday. These were unfavorable conditions. Like we keep running looking for favorable conditions. Who's to say we're not in a condition that's conducive for us to build the character to be elevated to the platform we desire. We're just constantly running. I need favorable conditions, favorable conditions. Not if you want to be fulfilled. It costs some, see the unfavorable conditions, it destroys our will and our and and, and our flesh. It crucifies our flesh, but it releases that spirit, man. And and you you I I was I was sharing this with my wife. I said, you know, sometimes people ask, ask, ask stuff, some stuff I I really don't think about until you ask me, but ask stuff, I started to go, did that really happen? I think one time she said, babe, you know, I, I, I was trying to explain the testimony, but I almost was like, are they going to believe this? <laughs> like, is this, this, is this even possible? You know, I was, I was telling the reason. I said, well, uh, this person right here, they, they're looking and they, they're, I, I'm just because I'm a discerner, so I'm, I'm not offended with the person. I'm, I'm cool with the person. I try to minister to the person. But I could tell they are bothered by the testimony. Or, or there's a level of, of envious of the testimony. But I didn't create the testimony. I couldn't have planned this stuff if I tried. Matter of fact, left it up to me, I wouldn't have done it. I told you when I first went to a, a five-fold ministry class and the guy was talking about the guy that was in ministry for 17 years and then they sent him out. I said, man, that's a long time. I said, but I've been through a whole lot in my life. Knowing me, if probably, you know, I probably going go through a couple tests, four or five years, you know. I didn't know I was going to be at the church for 18 years. Like, like if you'd have told me on the front end, yeah, so uh, let me see, according to the specs, this is probably going to be an 18-year process for you. I'm like, I'm just going to do something else Stan. I'm telling you this is what I would have thought. If you'd have told me halfway, oh, you only got like nine more years. Oh, no, well, i just do something else. But the reality is, I needed every bit of those years for what God wanted, not what I wanted, what God wants. So I needed to soak up all that rain, even though it's like, it's got to be easy. In our mind, we tell God, it got to a point, and I live like this right now because I'm still soaking up rain. How I live right now is bring it. That's how I live. Bring it. Persecution, attack, misunderstanding, just bring it. That's, how I, that's my flow now. I was in a situation where I started to recognize stuff with certain people, right? I'm, am I supposed to like get mad? Bring it. Okay. That's, that's why I didn't get upset if you was wondering why. you know, if you're watching this, that's why. Because what am I what, what am getting all worked up? What's that going to do? I just let God work it out. And he always does. He always does. Anytime, anytime we go through stuff, God will send a blessing right behind. I just told somebody this other day. Every time. So, so this particular time, I'm looking for it. But every time, God right behind did a but Just to say, hey, man, I'll just let you know, no, 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 I'm, I'm here. Don't get all magnifying or don't get all in your feelings. God tells me that all the time. Don't get in your feelings. I'm here. As soon as he do it, we'll talk and well, thank God I got her. I got my wife, you know, so so I love everybody, but if everybody trip, look, I, I, got, I got my best friends. I'm good. Like <laughs> We're in agreement. We talk about that too. we was like, thank God we're in agreement. You know, we could like not be in agreement. You know how churches happen with your husband and wife not in agreement? I'm talking about sometimes they're not in agreement. It's obvious. Sometimes it's like kind of behind the scenes, you know, but we're in agreement. So that helps. And then we're rolling with God. That helps. So have a heart for people, love people, give yourself to people, let God deal with all the rest. Just keep it raining. I I can only grow. Come at me wrong, I can only grow. Cheat me, I can only grow. That's how I grew on basketball. Cheat me? Okay. I'm going to figure out a way to have the the, the fortitude and the strength to win anyway. So you're only making me better. Every time they kept changing the, the, the bar in college, I was like, I'm in it to win it. I saw people quit because they created unfavorable circumstances so they would. So thank God I saw them. I said, whatever they throw at me, I'm just going to deal with it. I just, I said, and I, and I gripped, I said, you know what? I'm going to learn as much about this game as possible. So even if I don't get the playing time I want, they don't give me the position I want, I'm going to learn everything. I ask questions, I watch, I listen to what they instructed other people to do. I mastered that thing. If I'm going to do that for basketball, I'm not going to do that for the kingdom. While you're waiting, are you learning everything you can? Or you just wait. Then get there and got to learn everything you can. All right, that's it. That's it for today.